What's up, everybody? It's the Masters. I couldn't come out and talk, not talk. Um, I tried last night some editing stuff. Some came out great. Some was terrible. The sound was okay, though. So I think we're making progress on the sound. Um, but now I got some video that I can practice on editing. So it's Masters week, man. It was awesome. Swag, fit, check, everything. Um, what a great year. You had the amateur in contention. You had um, the women's am went to a playoff. Um, rain, drama, Tiger making the cut, but not being able to finish. I mean, oh, so much to get into. I hope I have enough time. I don't want to bore you guys. Um, I know we got the guests coming next week, and I know you guys are all excited about that. So, um yeah, I mean, I, I guess I didn't go into enough detail last week. Uh, a couple people have reached out and said, um, you know, you kind of jumped around a little bit, and I would have liked to hear more about the women's stuff. Um, noted. I'll do my best. If there's time at the end, maybe I'll be able to get into a little bit of it. But um, once you have other people involved, it's easy to bounce ideas off them, you know. Um, not only that, but editing, I can, you know, stop, go back, you know, start from the spot that I was good and I knew what I was talking about. Uh, sometimes I just get off track. You know, my mind starts going crazy and um, we just think too much. Um, but yeah, I mean, Masters Week swag is just awesome. I mean, anybody that goes down there that doesn't spend, I guess... Five hundred to a thousand bucks in the golf shop. Um, I'm proud of you because everybody spends money at the Masters. It's just it's what you do. You go to the Masters and you spend some money. Um, all right, let's get into it. How about Rom? Man, he's been playing the best all year, so it's actually pretty good to see him win. I'm I'm not upset seeing him win. Um, he's been the best player in the world for probably the last couple seasons now um it's good to see him cashing in on it you know he started with the four putt early in the week he's getting roasted by um actually not roasted jinxed by zach Ertz. you know um just a good story all in all he seems like a good guy when he was on foreplay and everything like that he seemed seemed like he was down to earth and um you know, he's married to his college sweetheart. And he just had a couple kids, so good for him. Glad to hear it. Um, this Travis Matthew was, yeah, I guess Travis Matthew. Um, that same old chest stripe that he always wears that, ever, that Travis Matthew has had forever. Um, his shoes were pretty cool, but they were all green and yellow and didn't match anything, so... You know, his, his Callaway gear is a little interesting. We'll get into that. Let's get into some detail about his driver. Um, he's been playing that same Adila Tour green shaft since back with TaylorMade. You know, a lot of these guys have upgraded to the Ventus or the Aldi La Rogue or, you know, not him. He stayed with that same green, um, that same green shaft, that Torex. Um hasn't touched it hasn't hasn't moved off it every head he just pops in a new head and he's ready to go so other than that nothing really much to note on what he's playing other than you know he's 
obviously paid by Callaway. Um, they made that little adjustment to the Odyssey putter where they put the neck on it that he used to play with TaylorMade, and he's putted much better since they did that. So um, that's kind of what we'll talk about on this podcast. You know, once the guests come on, we'll talk about their swag and their what's in the bags, you know, what kind of stuff we're wearing, what we're playing, you know. Um, it, it's it's interesting the stuff that you collect over the years. And I know I'm getting a little off track right now, but I'll come right back to it. Um, it all kind of ties into the same stuff. Um, like golf professionals, when you're doing tournament gifts, don't date them. You know, you make a shirt that could be worn for years out of date in a couple of years. You know, I was at the bar at my club recently and, um, one of the guys came in, they were sitting eating lunch and his buddy busted his shops. He's like, ah, he, you're a millionaire. Why are you wearing a shirt that's seven years old? Cause he was wearing a tournament shirt on that said like 2015, don't date your products. You know, you're giving out these sick, like, especially like yardage book holders, backpacks, things like that. You don't want to date them. Those are things that you can use for 20 years. Don't make them irrelevant. You know, um, so when you, you you accumulate all a lot of these trinkets, you know, the yardage book holder, I talk about this a lot. Um, here's the front. You can kind of see it in the light. Um, and then on the back, it's the bogey logo. You know, um, that's the one that you see me with on my shirt a lot of times and stuff, you know. So this thing means something to me, you know. Um, inside, I have a little message to myself, you know. Um, it's not really PG, so... If you see it, I apologize. I can't say it on the air. Um, you know, Titleist, when they came out with the TS driver, they, you know, they gave me a pretty cool head covered keychain with a bottle opener. You know, that's always on me in my bag. So now I always have a bottle opener in my golf bag. You know, these are little things that you don't want to buy. You don't want to spend money on. Um, we gave a Theragun away a couple of years ago and everybody seemed to love it, you know. Um, just stuff that, you know, you don't want to drop 150 bucks on a yardage book holder, but if somebody gave it to you, you'd probably use it. So that's kind of when you're thinking about tea gifts and, and golf professionals, you know, guys like swag, you know, they don't want the same Vokey wedge or, you know, I mean, not nothing against the Vokey wedge. I have three of them in my bag. I love them. Um, but do something different, you know, mix it up a little bit. We, we just, we did speakers. We've done, you know, uh, backpacks were a big hit. Shoes were one year, you know, kind of mix it up. That's, that's the only, uh, my only piece of advice out of this whole swag thing is, is if you're a golf professional and you're listening, I'll try to help, you know, the things that I've learned along my career. Um, and of course I'm not perfect. I've had swings and misses as well. So <laughs> Somebody actually complained about the Theragun. Imagine that. I mean, <laughs> I can't. But back to the Masters. You know, the amateur Bennett held his own. It was great. Um, they had him swagged out in some Johnny O. It doesn't look that bad this spring. I'm, I'll be watching the Johnny O catalog, I'm sure. You know, I'm sure I'll see him again at the NCAAs, the U.S. Open, the USAM, and stuff like that. And we'll, um, one of our guests in the future is... Uh, uh, pretty tied in with ping. So we'll get into his ping setup a little bit more um, in the future. Um, Brooks obviously had a nice setup. 
back to the tailor-made three wood in the Nike two iron still in the bag. Um, everything else is tricks on, but they had a pretty, pretty cool master's edition staff bag. Um, every year they give out, you know, all these companies do some cool things for all the majors and it's, it's, it's fun. It's for the guys that like swag. It's, you know, um, title started to dip the toe in it a little bit, but I don't know. We'll get more into that later, but, um, you start seeing guys with the, the, the master staff bags, you know, I was fortunate last year, um, title has sent it to me. Um, and it, it, it's pretty cool. You know, it's guys, I was focusing on the lights about to shut off. I promise next one's in a studio. Um, Cobra Cobra sent me the staff bag and the, the master's edition. And it was pretty cool. Um, Back to Brooks. Um, remember, guys, he was one of my picks. So I, you know, I kind of know what I'm talking about when it comes to gambling. Even though I don't gamble on sports, I was uh, three out of four made the cut. You know, the one that didn't, I think a lot of guys would be surprised at. Rory was the only guy that I picked that didn't make the cut. Um, Fino was right in the mix. Kepka was a, finished, I think, second. And um, Scheffler, I know, made a, a late run. So I had a pretty good finish, I think. Um, hope you guys all did well in your master's pool. I think that's next episode. I think we'll probably talk a little bit about formats and things like that of master's pools and maybe a couple stories about um, some big ones, you know, with some big money. Um, I, we know some guys that love to gamble, so we'll uh, we'll get into it. Um, but yeah, it it's it's good to see Brooks is finally healthy. You know, he's there's a lot of stories going around that if he he was this healthy when he left, he might have um, rethought his decision to live. You can't hate on those guys. You know, everybody has a price. I, I'm glad for them for getting their money, and I'm glad they're playing well now. You know, it started to get a little bit too much of a political story, and not a golf story. I'm glad that's changed. Yeah, they pissed some people off, but their voice was heard, right? I mean, look at the new PGA Tour schedule, right? I mean, so it is what it is. Um, get over it. Move on. Those guys are the best players in the world. They belong playing in the majors. That's all. Um, not to bounce around, but back to the artist book. Rom had basically the same one that I have. Um from ASU. He has the Sun Devil on it and on the back it says Rombo. It's pretty cool. Um, I'm pretty sure it's the same company, the Tin Box, that I have. I had one um, at my former club with the the new logo that I designed that year. And then on the back, I put my the Methodist College or actually Methodist University. Sorry, I messed up in episode one. I meant to apologize in episode two, but a lot of stuff going on. Methodist University logo on the back with Almeida across the top. It was pretty cool. I think I still have it in my storage unit. I might get it out. But, again, those are all things over the years. You know, you, you accumulate, you know, ball markers, yardage book holders, head covers, things like that. Um, you don't want them to date, date it by doing that, right? Rom has the, the tin box like I do. They're the best. 
and he's got his college, you know, he's, it's, he's repping his college, you know, they were talking about, that's kind of what they were talking about. I didn't get into enough detail with the women. Um, they're not wearing pants and their shorts, a lot of times a tighter. So you can see a lot of their swag a little bit more, you know, their shoes, um, the yards, book holders stand out a little bit more out of their pockets. So you can see more of what they have on it. Um, so it's pretty cool. Um, the other thing they do, I'm not going to hate on it, but I'm not a fan. The ball markers on their hat, um, they don't have pockets. So I get why women do it. It's more functional. I'm not a big fan of it on men. But again, that's, it is what it is. But a lot of the women are now starting to wear unisex shoes. You're starting to see a lot more athletic women playing golf. Um, you know, women's sports is more prevalent in in guys my age or girls my age is high school years you know um starting in the late 80s early 90s was where women's sports really started getting attention in high school and now those are the women that are playing golf so they're looking for a little bit more athletic feel you know um their fits and you know what they're wearing the the one thing you have to get over as women again is um you're not chopping in the bargain store. You know, you're not at the outlets. You're not going to get that $5 shirt. It's not going to happen. But when it comes to swag, you know, shoes, don't be afraid to shop in the men's section. You know, you got a ton of girls in the amateur wearing the Jordan ones. Obviously that's kind of as universal as unisex as it gets, you know, um, a lot of those girls are college girls and their schools are Nike or Adidas or Jordan brand, or, you know, they're all sponsored. So they're not, they're, they're getting whatever they want. Um, but yeah, you're starting to see them wear the unisex. You see a lot of the foot joy girls on tour playing the men's pro SL just because it fits a little more athletic, a little more, a little wider, you know, and they can do a little bit more with the color and the styles, but you know, um, yeah, that's kind of it. Other than that, I mean, saw the different bounces being played throughout the week with the rain, you know, um, as the conditions got softer, you started seeing guys. I never, I didn't get an update, but you saw a great follow on Instagram is Voki. Um, I'm drawing a blank. It's wedge rep, but it's, I'll get it next time. I'm sorry, guys. I kind of, I knew I wanted to get into wedges, but I, I, I wasn't thinking I was going to talk to him, but talk about him rather. Um, he showed two different versions of Justin Thomas's wedge. He had a L, L grind, which was four degrees of bounce, and then a K grind. And I think he was kind of waiting to see in terms of what the weather did. You know, obviously the softer the conditions, the more bounce you want, or sometimes vice versa. If you're a good ball striker and you're not going to use it as much around the greens and the bunkers get firm, you know, you, it, it, as it starts to rain and the bunkers firm up a little bit less bounce sometimes can help those guys too. Now, amateurs, a lot of us, we have one shot, you know, so going into multiple wedges and things like that is, is uh, it's it's tough to get into. I'll get into it a little bit more once we get outside. Um, you know, I have a, a nice little giveaway plan for a thousand followers on Instagram. I got over 500 in two weeks. I'm assuming I'll be 
at a thousand shortly. Um, I showed my buddy some stats. Now I know these aren't um, actual clicks or listeners or anything, but um, I had 7,800 engagements and 9,900 um, accounts reached with one of the latest ads that I ran. So we're getting some clicks and we're getting some notice. So when I get to a thousand followers, uh, I'm going to give something big away and it's going to have fitting to do with it involved. And we're going to get somebody, uh, we're going to get somebody dialed in. Um, but now all I can do is talk about gear and dream about 70 degree weather. So until then we'll, uh, we'll keep the fitting stuff at a minimum, but just enough to keep you guys interested and know, realize that I know what I'm talking about. So once we do get outside, um, I'll be able to start doing some things and showing, showing you, showing you some things to look for in your own games. Um, yeah, other than that, I mean, Footjoy had a nice little pop with their pastel collections. Um, like I was talking about Titleist earlier, you can't expect much out of a Kushner company. They've kind of been playing Jane for a while. Um, I like the blue pants Homa had on, but I don't know why you didn't go with the matching shoes. They had the, the pastels had the pink, the blue, and the white, and he had the pink shoes on with the blue pants. I guess, I don't know, he had white shirt, blue pants, blue shoes would have looked sick. I don't know, you got to save the pink for, for uh, Sunday if you make the cut. Um yeah, I mean, it's, it's you know, Puma kind of looked the same as the Auto Pop collection. Honestly, I like the ones that they made last week. Uh, um, JJ Spawn better for the Valero. Um, they did a custom pair for him for that, and I thought those were better. The Rodan collection, though, was pretty cool with the, the flower prints and things like that. You know, it, it was good. Um we want gear. Everybody, it's everybody. I, it's one of those things. Like I was like, "Am I crazy for doing this podcast?" And then all week I'm online, and I'm. It's Masters Week, and it's gear, and you know, um, who's gonna do what with the staff bags? Who's what color is gonna be popping this spring? And you know, um, it, it's just. It is what we do. It's you know how cool with a title of staff bag white with green and yellow and foot joy makes a, a my joy print to match and they sell them and auction them off. Are you kidding me? That thing would sell in a heartbeat. They'd kill it. But you know, I don't know. I guess I'm just a, an uneducated golf pro who doesn't know anything about marketing. So I don't know what I'm talking about, but you know, let's go, let's, let's step up our game a little bit. Come on. You know, another cool one, Freddie. He's always in the mix. He might be the coolest man on the planet. Um, they all love him. Tiger, JT, everyone. They're, they're all his boys. You know, um, I know Langer's been the senior guy, and he's won it a couple times, you know. Um, but Freddie's just that guy. He, he just, you know, he's the guy that you want to watch. He's the guy that you pull for, you know. Um one of my recent golfing partners used to play a yellow golf ball and I used to make fun of her, but you know, Freddie gets away with it. You know, he's one of those people. He just, he pulls it off. You know, it, it's, he's just that guy. He's that dude. And he's back wearing an uh, Ashworth clothing, which is crazy. I didn't even know Ashworth clothing was still alive. And Freddie's out here playing on Sunday, rocking Ashworth, you know, uh, it's just cool. You know, it, it's, it's, 
I don't know who's going to be the next Freddy. You know, maybe Spieth, I guess. Uh, but I think Spieth had a little too much early success, and I don't think he's really like that. He's a cool dude, but I don't think he's that chill guy like Freddy. Maybe Fino. You know, that was kind of my pick this week. You know, he's got that story. You know, when I was there in 2018, and he dislocated his ankle in the par three contest. And then was still in the final group and in the mix. Um, You know, how do you hate on a guy that had a top 10 after breaking his ankle? (laughs) So, and he's in the mix every year. You go through his stats. I don't think he's missed a cut yet. Um, He could be the guy, you know, that Freddie, when Freddie moves on and stops playing, it's getting there. I mean, he's what, 63 now. He's probably got five or 10 more. You know, probably only one or two where he's competitive. But so we got to find that that older guy to cheer for. I think um, Fino might be that guy. I I don't see Tiger being successful at Augusta with the elevation changes um, with his with his injuries. You know, I'm cheering for him. Uh, I picked him to make the cut, and I think he'll make the cut for a while. I just don't I don't see him winning in an older age. He's just too banged up. He didn't have a chance this weekend, unfortunately, and I felt bad watching him. I'm glad he withdrew. Um, pe- some people were hating on him, saying he withdrew like a loser's limp. Come on. Get out of here. Get over yourself. He was out there grinding for three days in terrible weather and made the cut. I mean, there's no way he was going to make it 27 holes this weekend. So, you know, yeah, I think if Fina wins, he might be the cool guy going forward. You know, he, he's in the mix every year and he's got that story. Um, so, you know, Palmer, Nicholas, Freddie, you know, they're all going to stop playing soon. Um, you got to find the old guys. That's what makes Augusta so great. And it goes back. It's funny. Some of my new followers, I don't know if they caught on board with episode two when I talked about the mid-am champion, the women's mid-am champion being left out of the Augusta National Women's Amateur. Um, but I've gotten a few more mid-am followers. I've gotten the 2015 mid-amateur champion that one is now following me. So, um you start reaching out and everybody kind of catches on to some points that you make and, um, you know, some might be great and some you may shake your head, you know, I'm going to piss some people off. That's who I am. I I've always been the same guy. I tell it like it is, you know, yeah, maybe I should have a filter a little bit more than I do, but, um, I'm comfortable in my own skin and uh, I hope you guys are enjoying listening to me. This has been fun. Like I said, this was a learning experience. I wanted to see what it would be like behind the scenes to do a podcast. Anybody following along on JL made a 12 is kind of getting that the behind the scenes looks. Um, I mean, look at this, I'm sitting here recording in my car. Um, I've got a thousand listeners. I've got 500 followers. I've got a lot of knowledge in the golf industry to talk about. So let's go, right? You know, why not? Keep doing it. I'll do it as long as I can, and uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see where it goes from. So until next time, with guests from a studio, let's go.